Amen. Today is going to be the last Thursday in the month of November. And God is still doing mighty things. And God is not done with you yet. He will fulfill his counsel in your life. And nothing can frustrate that. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Now let's look at a scripture from the book of 2 Kings chapter 4 verse number 3. 2 Kings 4 verse 3. 2 Kings 4 verse 3. 2 Kings 4 and verse number 3. Then he said, go borrow vessels from everywhere. From all your neighbors. Empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. Hallelujah. Now this is one of the scriptures that the bishop gave us for this month of trumpeting his majesty which we know as a month of unusual testimonies hallelujah and this is one of the scriptures now let's look at romans chapter 1 and verse number 16 to 17 romans 1 verse 16 to 17 i want to share with you a little bit about faith and the place of testimonies in faith amen Paul speaking said, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greek verse number 17 for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from what? Faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by the just shall live by, the just shall live by, hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. Now, faith is an important factor when it comes to the supernatural. Faith is an important factor. You are born into the new life by faith. You receive the life of God by faith. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 8. Let's go to that scripture quickly. Quick, I just have some few minutes. Let's run through them fast. Ephesians 2 and verse number 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. So... The grace of God is what brings us salvation and we partake of that grace by faith. So you are born again by faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. So the just becomes just by faith and the just lives a just life by faith. So faith is how the righteous lives. Faith is the oxygen of the just. You live by faith. Without faith, you cannot live. So your access into God, our access into the supernatural is by faith. And then our continuous living and experiencing the supernatural is also by faith. Hallelujah. It is by faith 
that the realities in Christ becomes our experience. For example, Jesus Christ, Bible says that we read it, we read it a couple of times ago that he says, by his stripes we were healed. So Jesus Christ was bruised, he was beaten, he went through all of that for our healing, and that by his stripes we are healed. That is a reality in Christ. So there's there's healing and divine health in Christ, and which is God's program for you. Amen. He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So it is God's desire that you walk in divine health and there's also provision in case you fall sick. Divine healing is there. Divine health is a state where you have perpetual dominion over sickness. Hallelujah. Divine healing is God's provision to re restore to you what you have lost in your health. And it is God's desire for you. And it has been achieved in Christ. That is a reality existent in Christ. Now, how do you convey that reality into your life? The conveyor belt is faith. It is faith that brings that reality. Which eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. Neither has any heart conceived. For them to now see and hear and now conceive it. It is faith that brings it from that place into reality. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So when you take your time to read the Gospels, you see several examples. Okay? So like the centurion whose servant was in a critical condition and had gone to Jesus Christ for help. The Bible says Jesus said, I will go with you. Jesus Christ said, no. The, the servant said, no. The man says, no. He said that, send your word. And began to explain why he was requesting for the word of Christ. And then Jesus sent the word. Now, the Bible says Jesus described the man's action as faith. So, he believed that Jesus had the ability to heal the servant. Number two, that it didn't require his presence. That his word was enough to bring healing. And that he would be willing to heal. Hello? And that was a reality that only exists in Jesus Christ. That healing was only in Christ. So the only way that this man, in quote, could buy the healing for the servant was by faith. So by faith in Jesus Christ, that reality of healing, power over sickness, was transferred to the servant. Praise God. And then in that same hour, when Jesus gave that word, the guy received in reality what was in Christ. Are you with me? So the healing is in Christ. Jesus has to transfer it to the servant. But what is the bridge? Between Jesus and the servant, what transfers what is in Christ to the servant is faith. So if faith was not functional, it would remain in Christ and the guy would die. Are you following here? Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, another example of the issue of blood. The Bible says she said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know this thing will cease. What does that mean? It means that in Christ was the power to heal her from that issue. The 12 years of life living her, she knew that, that the solution was in Christ. But how do I transport it to my experience? And she says that if I can touch the hem of his garment, then that reality in Christ can now become my experience. 
that possibility in Christ can now become my possibility. Are you following here? And so you realize that when she succeeded in touching Jesus, the Bible says Christ said that virtue has left me. And then Peter said, ah, why will you say that? Who has touched you? Because we've all been touching you. But the thing is this, what touches and takes from Christ is not the body, it's faith. So faith is that bridge between the reality in Christ and then our experience. It's not crying. It's not falling. It's not, Lord, why me, why me? No. When faith comes alive, then that reality in Christ becomes your portion. Are you here with me at all? Hallelujah. The Bible says the book of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 18, it says, verse number 9, and it says, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That though that, passion says, though that he was infinitely rich, but because of us he became poor, that we through his grace can become rich. So, it means that in Christ lies riches, lies prosperity, financial abundance. But how do we make that a reality? The truth is that it exists. It's inside Christ. Hallelujah. But it must become my experience. Now, as soon as that reality becomes your experience, it becomes a testimony. That's a testimony. So, it is faith that helps us take what is in the hand of Christ and then make it handy to our lives. So, when faith is not there, you don't have the experience. It is true. Legally, you have everything. In Christ, you are complete. But experientially, you are incomplete. It is faith that brings the continuous completion until he shall appear in his glory and he shall be perfected. It is faith. So you are born by faith, you live by faith, and you operate by faith, you transact by faith. The currency in the realms of the spirit is faith. And it's a universal currency. Faith works in Ghana. It works in America. It works in Ukraine. It works everywhere. Faith. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, yes, you are born by faith. So that simply also means that God has given every single believer a measure of faith. There's no one that lacks faith. There is faith in everybody. Praise the name of Jesus. Say with me, there's faith in me. Give me Romans chapter 12, verse number 3. Romans 12, verse 3. I see the faith of God in you working for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We all have different encounters with grace because of the faith dimension. He says that, For I say, through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So everyone has faith on the inside. Now, but the, the liberty of faith in expression differs. It differs. There are things that does not make faith work. There are things that chokes faith from expression. But you all have faith. We all have faith. There's no one here that lacks faith. If you are born again, there's faith inside of you. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ even said that even if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, now look at the size of faith he's talking about and look at the challenge he's 
he's using that faith to address mustard seed faith mountain so no matter the size of faith faith is potent hallelujah praise the name of jesus your faith is working now this is the reason whatever the devil does around you is to affect your faith because he knows that as long as a man's faith is alive, that man is alive. But as soon as your faith has a challenge, you have a challenge in life. So everything you go through is to challenge the seed of faith on the inside of you. Everything you go through. And you realize that what you go through, there's something very predominant you see. Is that he makes you think God is not faithful. He makes you think that God is not able. He magnifies the problem. And make like see that God does not have what it takes to handle what you're going through. So the target of the devil has never been about your car. It's not about your wife. It's not about your children. They are only channels to get to the real thing. The Bible says that though the tree be cut off by the scent of water, there is hope. So the scent that the faith must the, 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 the saint must always have is the scent of faith. As long as there is faith at work in me, it doesn't matter how things have crumbled, I'll rise up again. It's faith. And the people of God, all that the Holy Ghost is doing and all that God does in church is to ensure your faith works. When your faith is alive, the supernatural is your life. Hallelujah. So when the enemy succeeds to deceive you from praying, from studying the word, from not coming to church, the target is your faith. That's all he's looking for. It's your faith. It's your faith. I pray that the enemy will not find it. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the just shall live by faith. We breathe by faith. Amen. Now, if you have a measure of faith, then it means that there's an environment you can create around you that will make faith so effective that you look as if your faith has grown from mustard seed to a giant faith. There's an environment you create. I was having a chat with, with my brother, Prophet Adam, and I was telling him something about one of the fathers of the faith. And I said, when you're around this man, you hardly hear him say anything negative. In fact, for the years I was in that church, I never heard him announce obituary. So we thought we were not dying in the church. Could you announce it? It's not part of the announcement. Why? They are preaching to us. <laughs> That with long life will satisfy you. <laughs> that you shall live long. You shall live long. So they don't bring any message contrary to that message. They don't. So even when you are sick, you say, I am strong. Even when there's no money in your pocket, you say, my pocket is full. These things are not just wasted speeches. You are creating an environment around you that allows faith to work. Your confessions most times affect the liberty of faith. The things you say, the things you do, the, con the conversations you have, they make faith impotent. Every time you stand by this man, you will never hear the man say this will not work. Every time he says it will work, he creates an environment. So there's an environment you create around you that allows faith to have expression because you need faith to walk in the supernatural. Praise the name of Jesus. And one of the ways by which you create that constant environment for possibilities for faith to function is testimonies. Praise the name of Jesus. Now let's, let's, let's add something small to 
what faith is. Now, I define faith as belief in God and reliance on God. So, faith is belief in God plus reliance or responding to God. Now, what is belief? Belief is accepting that something is true. In English, they'll tell you that, okay, so something is true, but there's no proof. But in our case, there's a proof. The proof is Christ. So, belief is accepting that something is true. Now, all of us here accept that Christ died, right? How many of you accept that? All of us here accept that Christ rose from the dead, right? Now, all of us accept there's power in the name of Jesus, right? Hallelujah. All of us accept that God can give you money in your momo right now, in one minute, right? All of us accept that wherever you want to go in this world, they will give you visa to go because God can do it. You accept it. But have you realized your acceptance does not mean your reception? You accept it. But you're not seeing it. Why? There's another thing that makes it complete. I accept and I totally rely on what I accept with no option. So it's like an example I heard some time ago that um, a man was going to walk, was going to walk on a rope from one end of a mountain to the other. And everybody, he told them that I can walk on this rope. They said, are you sure? I said, I can do it. Okay. So, okay, we believe you. Do it. So, the guy started walking. People were giving fans. He was walking. He was walking. He was walking. And then he got to the end. And everybody was shouting, wow, this guy is incredible. He has so much ability. They now said, the next thing we're going to do is that I will carry someone and we will walk on this rope to the end. Can I volunteer? Everybody run away. So, they all accepted that he can walk on this rope from end to end. But nobody responded and relied on the fact that he can carry you. And that's how we treat God. So I believe that God can heal. I believe that God can provide. But I don't rely on what he's saying. Hello. Praise the name of Jesus. So I stand and I, and I tell you that I, I, I see in the realms of the spirit that in 24 hours there shall be a supernatural turn around your life. And we all shout, Amen! We shout it. Then the voice comes. It says, just place your eyes on me. Says, no, no. I have a few connections. I can't rely on that. Now, your inability to rely on what you believe is because you don't have enough encounter in whom you believe. Are you with me? So, what testimony does to you is this. It increases the reality of God's integrity and faithfulness to you. It becomes real. It's, it's no longer something that you feel that is so. You know it that it is so. Now, remember that time is not on my side. But remember that when Jesus Christ um, ascended the mountain, the Mount of Transfiguration, Matthew chapter 17, and then also in the book of Mark, 
let me get it for you quickly. Mark chapter 9. Let's check something. Mark chapter 9, verse number 23. Are you being blessed tonight? Your faith will work. Your faith will work. In the name of Jesus. Now, now let's take it from the... Let's take verse 23 and then we'll come to... Okay, let's be true. It says that, And Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to a deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, This kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. I think we have had a discussion before that what Christ was talking about there was the issue of the state of their belief. Hallelujah. So they might have seen Christ cast out devils. They have seen Christ just speak. Boom. They have seen Christ appear and demons are run away. They have been looking. But you see, looking at him and trying to imitate does not mean you have what it takes to do it. So they tried a few of the tricks. They tried. I'm sure perhaps might even put some spit on the guy and things, but nothing was happening. And Jesus Christ said, the problem is that your belief, your belief, your, there's something wrong with your belief. Your belief. You, you accepted that God can do it, but you're not ready to rely on what God says. There are too many options and distractions around you. So most times, when you dwell in God's word through meditation, what happens is that as you meditate on God's word, you meditate on God's word in prayer, praying the spirit. What happens is that the reality of God's integrity, the reality of God's faithfulness begins to grow in you. It becomes bigger in you. And then all you are seeing is the greatness of God and the smallness of that which is before you. It's all God you see. Now, as soon as the reality of God's faithfulness becomes great before you, naturally you respond and that is faith. And when there's that response to what you believe, because there has been an increase in dependency on God, the results comes out. So most times the delay in the answers is not because God has gone on break, but there's something wrong with the belief. Have you noticed a few times I've noticed that when I fast for long, bring anybody who is sick, I could just, and the person is gone. Is it that I've gone to buy new oil. No. I stayed with him. All I saw was him. All I see is him. When I come out, he, he has captured my whole thought. He's the only possibility I see. So there's nothing that comes before me that is too great. I would be people of God. And so, testimonies is one way by which you increase your encounters with the reality of God's faithfulness. So, the prophet said to the woman, 
that what do you have? He said, I only have a small bottle of oil. That's enough. The focus is not on the bottle. The focus is the room for expression. So, Bishop told us that just as the prophet instructed her that borrow verse from your neighbors, he says also go and borrow testimonies. So when you begin to feed on testimonies, you realize that if God can do it for one, two, three, four, five, then I am next in line and I'm too sure he will do it. That's what testimony is about. So sometimes it's very important to have a testimony bank. Either the things that God has done for you in the past or what he has done recorded in the scriptures or what he has done in the lives of people. Sit on them. Dwell on them. Oh, you need a financial breakthrough. Gather testimonies in that area and feed on them. You realize that your faith will come alive and then your dependency on God's ability to turn your financial situation around will come alive in you. As soon as it comes, you see the doors opening before you. Is it healing? Is it healing that you want? What do you do? You locate all the testimonies about healing from the ones in the scriptures, from the ones God has done for people, videos, audios, feed your spirit with them. Feed your spirit with them. What's going to happen is this. Doubt will give way and then your consciousness of God's ability to do the same in you begins to come alive. Oh, ah, I'm trusting God for marriage. It's not time to think about how many times you have failed. No. What has God done? Has he done for my neighbors? Go and borrow the vessels. Borrow the vessels. Sit on them. Begin to fill them with your small bottle of faith. Begin to fill them. Begin to fill them. Begin to fill them. What's going to happen is this. After a while, you can't think of impossibility. In fact, the further you go, it is very possible you will come back by Sunday and you are coming with somebody. Are you getting the whole thing? There was a time I wanted to understand how the Holy Ghost moves. Because there's the way he moves. I don't understand how he moves. How I can be in a meeting and descend that he's, he's here. He's passing here. Or he's not happy. He's standing outside. I don't understand it. Then I can locate men of God that I could verify from scriptures that they were genuine. And they're walking in that dimension. Then I got their videos. I got their audios. I slept with them. I woke up with them. It got to a point in time that they started calling me a spirit man. Why? What you engage in, you become engaged to it. And you can't be separated from that experience. Praise the name of Jesus. One day I want to understand how to heal the sick with ease. I, I dwelt on some videos by Pastor Chris. Oh, people of God. As I lay hands, pop, the thing goes. Because grace is transferable. So feed on them. People of God, if God has done it before, God can repeat it again. But you have to be able to come to a place where you are rightly positioned for that reality to become your reality. God is able to do it. You know it. But you have to be able to allow the conveyor belt to be effective. How do you do that? One of the ways is by testimonies. And so when people are sharing testimonies, don't be excited about what they are saying alone. But record it in your spirit, man. If you have to use your phone, use your phone to record it. And anytime you want to begin to see that kind of results in your life, begin to feed on them. Feed on them. And then your faith comes alive in that area. It comes alive in that area. As soon as the clouds are full, you don't have to force the rain to fall. The rain will just fall immediately. Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. 
Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Oh, you have read it. The Bible says that when men are saying there's a casting down, you will say there's a lifting up. Now find out, are there people in scriptures who were in that category? That in their days, men were shouting, casting down, and they were seen lifting up. And indeed, their lives were being lifted, locate them. Check from the scriptures. Check from the Old Testament. Check from the New Testament. Then come to your real life. In fact, look for testimonies in the early saints, among the Acts of the Apostles. Move from there. Come a bit closer. Then now check around you. Is there anybody who is fulfilling that scripture? Stick with it. Stay with it. You can realize that when you speak that there's a lifting up, it is not just something you are saying. You are too sure about it. And not just sure, you realize your life is actually speaking that scripture, not your mouth. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, it takes faith to prophesy. You know, it takes faith to prophesy. There was a time I dwelt on some prophets and how they prophesied. Then it came to a point in, in, when I hit a certain level. I'm like, <laughs> number one, I can't be possessed by a demon. Number two, the devil doesn't wish anybody well. So there's no how a devil come and speak through me. And that what I'm saying is not of God. Hallelujah. I did some calculations. I was done. As soon as I was done, now I don't care. When I call you, I say it. And even if you don't nod your head, you come back and say what he said was true. It takes faith. And the more the faith grows, the greater the gifting flows. Because it is faith that regulates it. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you. For the remaining days we have in this month. Go and get, what is that thing in your life that is disturbing you? Go and get testimonies. There are many, if you don't have some, come to me. Come to me. I will show you some. A lady came to me who was not feeling well. I took a book by Papa Oedepo, a very big book, almost about a thousand pages. And it's only records of testimonies. I said, take it. Read anything about cancer. Read any testimony you see there about this and go and study it. When you're done, bring my book to me. I, gave, I didn't have to, I said, take it. Go and sit on it. Because if God can do this one, and there are dates and pictures of people there. So if you don't believe it, you can go there and go and ask. It is real. It is real. You remember we're here we're talking about a miracle money. And there was a brother to share testimony there. Yeah, and somebody believed it. The next two days, the person had the same testimony. Testimonies have the power to produce after their kind. You have a problem with holiness. You don't have to live a holy life. Go and check out testimony of people who are living a holy life. You'll find yourself having that grace to live in that life. There is nothing in the kingdom that has happened that can't happen to you. He's the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever. Ah, have you heard anybody say that they gave him uh, a free house as a gift? Go and get the testimonies. You want some? Go and get the testimonies. Start feeding on them. Start feeding on them. Feed on them. Fast on them. Feed on them. Fast on them. And you will come back and share a testimony holding your key in your hand. Are you hearing me at all? Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Are you seeing the power of testimonies? Are you seeing the power of testimonies? And so anytime God does something for you and you refuse to tell the saints, you are denying us of the same experience. Number two, it means God should not trust you with the next testimony because you'll be selfish about it. But when you declare it, you are boasting about God's ability. God can entrust more to you. Anytime you appreciate God's work in your life, God's work in your life also appreciates as well. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. May God help you begin to build that faith for that miraculous. 
in the precious name of Jesus Christ. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. From today, I decree and declare that your ears shall start hearing the testimonies in the areas that you need God to move in your direction. In the precious name of Jesus. 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 One time, myself and my wife were talking about, oh, what car we want? We want a Toyota Highlander. You know what happened? After that day, every car we saw, we saw Toyota, Toyota Highlander, 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 Highlander. Then one day, like, oh, no, I think uh, this car, as soon as we say this car, we start seeing the car. They've been around. Just that you were not conscious. So now you are conscious, but you start seeing them around. Start seeing them around. Maybe you need to see the consciousness, have the consciousness of what God is in around you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Can I tell someone some good news? You are the next person to be a reference point. You are the next person to be a reference point to what God has been doing.